Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Bloke and the Bird Show with a very, very special episode. Very special episode. Is this the one with Blossom? No, it's not the one with Blossom. We have a very special announcement. We're joining Bake Off. Well, it was... What's really odd is that since we never applied... We don't bake. But yet they still wanted one of us on the show for some reason. Because I'm cute. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was really getting loud. It, it was. We're going to have to work on that whole part. But the real good news here, there's no buzz. We hope. It, it seems like it. You know, this, this is a special episode because, um, you know, we don't often test our levels. We don't test anything. But when we do, we do it as part of a show. Because we are the most interesting podcasters in the world. <laughs> No. No? No. I, I think you, you, you went a podcast too far. Oh, okay. So hopefully we sound significantly better. Hopefully. Um, we, we've done a whole lot of changes in the last week to try and get everything up and working. Um, Other than the cables from our microphone to the board, have we got anything else that is 13 years old? Um, the mic stands. Oh, and the mic stands. So for for the all of the one person out there who, who cares about this kind of stuff. because I, I know there's, there's typically, I don't know if it's necessarily Phil, but there's typically somebody out there who cares about what these audio rigs are and what we're doing. So what we had before was um, a, a Lesis Multimix 8, the original Multimix 8. Um, first one that they had with a USB output that's now been replaced two times over. Um, it's an antique. Well, in computer terms, it's probably antique. Well, yeah. Um, we had that as our mixer. Our microphones were Audio-Technica ST90 Special Edition. Ooh. Not sure what the ST stood for. It wasn't sound quality. It wasn't bad. I mean, no. it worked really well. Up until the point I heard these. <laughs> so we have replaced that setup with the PreSonos Studio 6.8 USB recording in interface, um, MXL 770 red microphones. The red was critical. They sound better if they're in red. Apparently they do. Um, we've paired that with a PreSonos HP4 uh, headphone amp and splitter so that we actually listen to ourselves while we're recording. Okay, because that's not weird at all. Hey, all this time we've been podcasting, we never bothered to, and everyone said we really should do it. So we're doing it. Well, we have made a major upgrade. And you also have... We also have wired in now a soundboard. Which gives us what capability? It gives me the ability to do something like this. <laughs> Great. Every time I talk now, you're going to have Toto tell me I'm a weirdo. No, not always. I mean, sometimes it might be this. Don't ask questions, just execute. Yeah. I don't know if that's enough power for you. Normally, as you know, in Formula One, all loopholes are used. <laughs> to cheat if necessary, as long as you don't get caught. As long as you don't get caught. <laughs> but... There was a reason you wanted to have this very special episode beyond just talking about our new rig and to test it out. 
Well, I figured it was a good opportunity, A, so that we could test it out. And, and we know it's probably a little uh, bit echoier than what we have had in the past. We, we unfortunately are recording in a room that, that has wood floors and no doors um, and much better microphones. Yeah, the combination of which might mean that you will hear some special background noise. Yeah, you might hear the dog walking by, things like that. <laughs> a cat wanting to participate. Yeah. Um, but we figured that this was a good opportunity, since we have not done it at all this season, to talk about the Fantasy GP League and where things are and what's happening and how we have gotten to the place that we have gotten to with the Fantasy GP League. Well, where are we? Let's start there. So let's start with the standings. And I don't have music patched in. I'm, I'm not doing that. This is not the pre-recorded segment that I normally do. We're, we're doing this live, baby. <laughs> Everybody hold on to your butts. So in first place is Latin Formula, which, by the way, we don't know who Latin Formula is. Please introduce yourself on the Facebook page so that we know you are. Um, But Latin Formula is in first place. um, But uh, he's got a narrow lead right now of sitting at 1,287 points. Phil is five points behind. That's last year's winner, Phil. Yeah, defending champion. Defending champion. Um, Team Rocket with 1,282 points. Uh, Trisha is in third with 1,190 points. Hey, bringing up third. Solidly mid-pack. Best (laughs) of the rest. So you're the new McLaren? I'm the new... (laughs) I'm going to go with Red Bull. Okay. Um, The boy is a fairly strong third with 1,106 uh, points. He's fourth. Or fourth, rather. Fairly strong fourth. Yeah, don't promote him above me. That's oh, okay. not going to work. Uh, he's 84 points behind you there. Hey. Um, and then I am currently sitting in fifth place with 808 points. And then Jim and his There's No Crying in Baseball team, but apparently there's crying in Formula One because those of us who have picked Jim and I both, our picks have not been great. Okay, I also think that Jim had a bit of a handicap because he had a big anniversary trip to Ireland this year. And I don't think he put his picks in for those weeks. I ran into a similar situation too. No, you I ran into I was not an anniversary <laughs> trip to, to Ireland, but I did I have say, a week that I forgot to put in my Who are you traveling to Ireland with on but an anniversary? The, the thing is, given what my standings had been the previous couple of weeks, I think I did better not putting picks in that week. <laughs> <laughs> You've had some, It wasn't good. You've had some rough, rough weeks. Yeah, so, so Jim is sitting at 770 points right now. So, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about our teams and what we put out there. And, of course, you don't have your team up. Okay. Do you know who your team is? Um, I will in a second. Talk See, about you're your gonna team. you're going to have to do it. So I built my team. I, I figured Valtteri was going to have a strong year this year. Um, I figured Daniel Ricciardo was going to be a strong mid-pack runner there. And I was going to get some points out of Daniel. And initially... My thought was Sebastian Bell. Okay. Um, actually, no, I, I, I hadn't. I, I, originally, I had Giovinazzi, Ricardo, and Vettel. I, just, I got annoyed at Vettel. Mm-hmm. Fired him and brought in Botas. Um, Giovinazzi, so what I was trying to do with Giovinazzi was the same thing that you did last year with Ericsson. 
I was trying to recreate that magic. Giovinazzi has not really paid off for me there. Yeah, you would have needed Raikkonen over Giovinazzi. Yeah, I probably, and I think at one point last year I might have had Kimmy, but. Yeah. But Seb was a massive disappointment and continues to be a massive disappointment for a whole lot of people. Except maybe his new wife. Oh. Okay, so I tried to recreate the magic that I had last year going, and I have not done well. But I, of course, had to pick my boy Hamilton because mm-hmm. you got to throw yourself behind a winner. And that really cut into my money. Ooh. Because Hamilton's expensive. Well, he, he's expensive. And, and I, ran, I did that last year. I found that you get one good expensive driver and then you look for some, some hopefully middle, midfield strong drivers to pick up the slack. So what I went with was the rest of the drivers being Magnuson because I really do support good K-Mag. And I think that mm-hmm. he's a solid, like, he can perform well and he tends to do better than Roman in his team. Yeah. Um, and then I picked up Perez being the better of the two mm-hmm. racing point drivers. Figured he would always out-qualify Stroll. Well, so, that he's done. So, therefore, I'd always get five points out of Perez yeah. for out-qualifying your, your uh, teammate. Um, K-Mag has really suffered this year because Haas has not done well. Yeah. And so that has really bitten me in the bottom. And, of course, what I really tried to do with my teams was I like to pick up the teams that I didn't pick up in the drivers so that I can kind of balance out. Now, of mm-hmm. course, I pick up Mercedes because that's the way to get the points. Um, the Hamilton-Mercedes combination has really been this, the crux of my points this year. And that's what helped me last year. And this year, I went in and I was thinking, you know, Seb, winter testing, Ferrari did good. I'm thinking Seb is going to be on this year. This is the year he's going to get title number five. And that's why I had him and I had Ferrari. And unfortunately, by the time I had to fire both of them, the value wasn't there for me to buy into high-end team again. Um, Not that Red Bull is bad, but the best that I could do was Red Bull, Renault, and Alfa Romeo. And I picked up Mercedes, Renault, and Haas. And of course, I'm losing my shirt with Haas. But I can't trade them for something else in their price point. That's my problem. Yeah. And so I'd have to do a complete team shift. And the minute I do a team shift, I run into, you know, then I see other problems. So I have been toying with doing some shifting around. I probably should pick up the phone and, like, consult with uh, my friend Phil and see what he has to say. (laughs) But He might not share his secrets. He shared his spreadsheet last year. It didn't help me, but <laughs> <laughs> he did spread it, share a spreadsheet. Um, now, I will tell you that I have gotten the podium sweep this year. I have done predictions and gotten the full podium. I think I got that once. The rest of my predictions were far I've off. I've never gotten that. the full prediction bucket, but I did get one podium sweep this year, which was nice. The boy is... Coming in to declare that he has gotten a podium sweep also. Yeah, you may you may have heard that. Yes. Our new mics, they, they pick that kind of thing up. I know. <laughs> We're going to have to work on like some sound dampening in here. Yeah. Um, but that's the way I picked my team. That was kind of my thought process behind it. 
Um, obviously, my thought process is working slightly better than your thought process. Again, it was making that mistake of betting on Ferrari. Yeah. And I, over the last couple of years, I should have learned my lesson from watching what was going on. I mean, this this has not been the sudden falling apart like McLaren had, but... Speaking of McLaren, mm -hmm. I had had some high hopes for McLaren, and I had originally had them on my in my team's bucket, and I fired McLaren, and I think in to pick up Haas, and I think I'm regretting that move right now. Uh, yeah, I could see that, but again, given how things have gone, it looked like they were going to be steadily behind Haas. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily overtaking Haas, not showing to finally be that strong fourth place contender. You know, I, I, at this point, I don't think that that Ron's words have come through. You know, these. I honestly believe that the next world champions will be after Mercedes will be McLaren. I think we get, I think we get to that goal before other people. Well. The thing is, there have not been another world champion since Mercedes. He hasn't been wrong yet. Um, but also keep in mind that when he was asked this question, when, when th this really seemed truly ludicrous, was the first year of the McLaren-Honda partnership. Correct. And Honda's now been cast away. Right. And then they realized that there were other problems with their car because they could no longer blame Honda. But the other piece of that is now Honda has won a race since then. McLaren has not. True. Because, Which is interesting. Because not all their problems were Honda. Oh, no, I, I agree with that 100%. It, it's, it's more the... I'm pretty sure Ron didn't see it that way. Ron was a little more focused on what temperature was the ideal working temperature at the McLaren Technology Center. Well, yeah. So, what else did you want to talk about in our very special episode? Well, I, I thought maybe we might have more to discuss. I don't know if we need to really go into the details of the values and, and, and where things are, where folks have performed that way. I don't think so. But this was a chance to try out the suite and see how it worked and see how things sound. Well, then I hope everybody's enjoyed our very special episode. So with that, we should call it a show. Well, I don't want to bore everyone. Well, we will have a real show this week. Yes. That's why this is the very special episode. And I'm not even going to go and add it, add it to an episode number. I'm no. just going to leave it hang out there. It's a, it's a standalone experience. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but but thank that, you for joining us in our very special testing show. Our first ever run, the inaugural run of the new podcasting rig. The first time we've ever prepped for anything. Kind of. And on that note. We are so glad you came. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. Remember, please discard all candy wrappers and popcorn containers in the nearest trash receptacle. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Are they all gone? 
is, is, there, is everybody gone? <laughs> huh? Good. Oh my gosh, my cheeks are killing me. I can't keep smiling like this anymore. I am exhausted. I think I need a break. <laughs> a little break? Okay. Whew.